this thing on? Because it's getting ready to be on. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Bell Ringer. My name is Greg. Your guest name today is Dave Haresh, the co-founder of Oxford Pennant, located right here in Buffalo, New York. We talk about Oxford Pennant success throughout the pandemic, including their partnership with the Buffalo Bills, hanging a 40-foot pennant on the tallest building in Buffalo's skyline, changing their tags to say Made in Buffalo instead of Made of the USA, and so much more. Thanks so much to Dave for his time and you for listening. Uh, what is Oxford Pennant? Oxford Pennant is an enigma. Uh, Oxford Pennant is a designer and manufacturer of wool felt pennants, flags, and banners, uh, probably headquartered in downtown Buffalo, New York. And since our last conversation, you've had a ton of activity and we're going to kind of dive into a bunch of those things, but I wanted to start just more broadly. How has, you know, the past year and a half been running a business through a pandemic and seemingly, you know, quite successfully? Uh, it's been one of the bigger challenges of my career uh, is an understatement. Um, you know, it was, it was a really interesting time. I think at the outset of COVID when everybody was still trying to get a sense of what was happening in the world, uh, we very much felt that, you know, we got, we got, we took the uppercut like everybody else, you know, our sales went down to essentially zero in those first couple of weeks, but Gradually, we were able to, to find a foothold. Um, I'm happy to tell you more about what we did specifically, but we found a foothold uh, within our existing client base because we, we, you know, we make a home decor product and uh, it, people were in their houses and sitting in the same rooms all the time and thinking about how they could rethink their spaces. So um, I think any company that was fortunate enough to be in the home space in any capacity, call it furniture, appliances, decor, paint, lumber, Right, those are businesses that that, that uh, saw an upswing over the past year and a half, and we've been riding that wave. You know, with the, the interesting thing about our product is that as a it's a it's a platform, and many other organizations will take their messaging, their ideas, their their uh, creative, and they apply it to our product. So we found a lot of bands that would typically be touring were looking for merchandise opportunities because they needed to find a way to monetize their 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 music. Uh, while they were quarantined and ended up using Oxford Pennant. So are we've collaborated with more people than we've ever collaborated with, created a lot of our own uh, product. And, you know, when, when we spoke back in 2018, um, I believe at the time we probably had five or six employees and we just hired our 35th. Right. And one of those messages or, or, or platforms that you used through the pandemic um, kind of really I think resonated with people. I mean, we were just talking before we hit record, we live like a block away from each other, obviously in COVID, like, you know, one of the few things you could do was like, get out of your house and take a walk. And I mean, even still today, but especially then I remember taking a walk and seeing that pennant on the front of everyone's door. That was, what is it together? We will see it through or something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, You know, obviously that's a, you know, I'm sure your sales on that item were great. And like you said, you're a home decor company, people are at home, but it also is a message and was something people were proudly displaying as kind of that cry for, you know, together while apart. What did that kind of, you know, mean to you at the outset? Cause I think it meant something to a lot of people like throughout a lot of communities and, and especially, you know, in their neighborhoods to be able to display while we couldn't physically be together. 
Well, I, I wish that I could take credit for the idea. It was actually my business partner, Brett, who came up with the idea uh, alongside our, our uh, former marketing manager, Zoe. And uh, I think that at the time, we, you know, with the product that we have, I think, that, like I said, there's very few companies that operate in the home decor space in Buffalo baseline. And we have a product that's versatile. And we talk about that, like, it's not like a company that makes that, you know, that offers painting and furniture could offer a product like that in any capacity. I think what we recognized early on was that people were, it was very scary. Uh, I think people really wanted to be together. I think, you know, it's one of those things where you, because you don't have, because you're deprived from human interaction, you want it that much more, you know, we were quite literally like afraid of our neighbors for a few months there. And, um, we decided that it was a great way for us to demonstrate using our product that we are, you know, united as a community. I really just thought it was going to catch on in Buffalo. Like the reason we even made them in the first place was because we thought it was a good idea and thought that it would be a good way to demonstrate community, even though we couldn't actually physically be together. Uh, and then someone on our team came up with the idea of shipping them with a pair of suction cups so that uh, the banner could be flipped around and faced uh, outside. So what ended up happening was people were putting them inside of their house on an exterior facing window, you know, usually facing the street. And so over the course of the last year, not so much, you know, since then, but in the, in the year, you know, 2020 to 2021, uh, we saw, you know, we got images from people all around the world that were ordering these, these banners and putting them up in their windows, libraries in Washington, coffee shop in Siberia, really. Um, you know, California, New York, Los Angeles, Texas, like all over the country, people were sending us photos of uh, their homes adorned with this product. And it was one of the more like humbling experiences that I've ever had as a business owner. We, we donated 10% uh, of our proceeds to um, the World Health Organization to support COVID relief. And when all was said and done, we, you know, we donated tens of thousands of dollars to, uh, to COVID relief. And that was a real honor to be able to, to be able to give back at a time when so much was being taken away. And then, you know, kind of talking about symbolism and bringing it back home to Buffalo, you know, you said you thought it would only catch on here. Um, I think another kind of, you know, big moment was the, uh, during, I think it was the Bills playoff run, the large pennant on Seneca one, which, you know, we talk about a lot. And I think, you know, it's our tallest building in our skyline for a long time, sat empty. And I think, you know, that alone is kind of demoralizing for people. And now that it's kind of a beacon of our resurgence, it's the epicenter of like our innovation economy. Um, and for those that don't know, you had a large Oxford pennant at the top what of that building. What did it mean to you to, you know, have your product kind of at the very top of your city's skyline and then, you know, tying it to the bills as well. So it was, it was a 40 foot by 13 foot banner. So 13 feet tall, 40 feet wide. Um, same idea as the together we will see it through banner. Honestly, it was like, it was just curious, you know, the bills are for those people, for people that don't live in Buffalo, they really can't understand what the bills mean to this community. It's not, it's really not just a, a, a football team. It's like a rallying point for anybody who lives here like on friday i had friends up from pittsburgh for the game and on friday i ended up getting you know we were out at a couple of restaurants and uh you know the waiter go bills as, as we're walking out you know people at the bar go bills uh and, you know it's like that in a lot of communities but last year was a unique season because nobody could go to the game and so 
you know, the bills were awesome last year and it was though everybody, nobody could go, very few people could go to the games. And it was one of those times where like, you sort of wish that the community could have been together for those few weeks during the playoff run, just because it would have been so much fun to go to grocery stores, coffee shops, restaurants, diners. Right. Um, and to be able to talk with your, you know, people in your community about how exciting it is. It makes you feel like you're actually, like, you know, the bills are one of the things that makes you feel like you're in Buffalo. They are. And uh, so the idea behind putting those banners up there was the same thing. Like, even though we're, we're apart, it's a, it was one of those things where like, if you were back in corporate America, everybody would be wearing a Bills jersey to work every day, right? Regardless of whether they had important meetings. And that was a way for us to be able to show that this was an important thing for the community. And even though we couldn't go to the games, that they could look up at that banner and recognize that, you know, there was a physical change in the city's skyline to represent the city being proud of, of, of our football team. Um, wish they did a little bit better last year, but it was still a, a, a really, it was a very memorable experience for us. How does something like that happen? You know, Douglas Jamal owns the building. Do you approach him? Does he say yes right away? Does it take months? It's like, Buffalo, what, what's that? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a Buffalo story. Brett, my business partner, is good friends with Douglas Jamal's right-hand man, Sean Heidinger. Brett texted Sean, said, we've got an idea. Can you come, you know, can you come over to our office and talk about it? And we sketched it out for him. And he's like, Douglas is going to love this. And sure enough, like that night he texted and he's like, we're in. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's like one of the best parts about Buffalo is the accessibility of everybody to one another, right? You're never more than a degree or two removed from somebody who you might need. And so in this instance, we were able to take an idea, get it to somebody who would get it into the man's hands. And uh, the man said, yes. I want to, um, you know, parlay this into kind of your other big Bills initiative. You're doing the the victory flags after Bills wins. You did it last season. And again, we'll be doing it this season. Um, you know, tell us a yeah, bit about that. <laughs> if we win a game, I, I sure hope we do. Um, but no jinxes. But yeah, tell us about that. And again, kind of how it happened. Uh, well, um, we had approached the Bills last year with actually we approached them before the pandemic with this idea uh i had you know we wanted to join on as a sponsor and we had this idea that yeah after the bills won they would hold up an oxford pen and post about it on social media um they presented us with a proposal we kind of sat on it for a little while and then when the pandemic started we realized that like there was no better year you know all of all the entire nfl season which would have been the most important thing in buffalo on a, in a normal year was now going to be exclusively, it would exclusively exist within people's TVs and their phones. And so re recognizing that this was like a fully baked idea that was made for social media, we just felt like the upside was so good that we couldn't say no to it. So the team agreed that when they, when they play a game, they would uh, uh, hold up one of these banners that had a pre-approved saying, had to be approved by like legal, the coach, the players, the marketing department, the social media department. Um, but they would hold up one of these banners after each game and post about it on social media. And it, for us, it turned into a phenomenon, not because the banners themselves, I think the banners are super cool, but they say, you know, kind of uh, generic, like motivational stuff, like can't stop, won't stop. And, you know, who has more fun than Buffalo? And I never expected the banners themselves to be a massive hit, even though it turned out that a lot of people love them and have ordered them. But it, it, it shows, it shows our brand to people. And then they go to our site and they buy a Las Vegas or, they buy a patch for their kid or something like that. So it's all about brand exposure. And what we've been trying to demonstrate through that partnership is not just that we can sponsor the bills, but that we have, you know, dynamism 
as a Buffalo-based company to be able to manufacture something every single week that the team takes with them. And in the event that they win, and God, I hope they win. Um, in the event that they win, uh, you know, they can post about a, a, a Buffalo born and bred company. Well, and it seemed like the players kind of got behind it too and were excited to even share it on their own social media. So you get kind of that expanded audience and brand exposure, right? Yeah, I mean, one of the players of the Bills, Mario Addison, last year posted with the banner that he held up was a banner that said, the job's not finished. And I think it was when they clinched a playoff spot, but they still had a few games left. He just looked awesome. They were wearing the like all red color rush jerseys. You know, he just was like, he had his mask on. He looked super tough. Like, of course he's going to post it. He looked awesome. He looked like, he looked like a predator. Like he just looked like just big and muscular and tough. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, it's content for the players too. Like we even took some of the players had, have their own sayings and things that they posted about on social media. We took one of Jordan Poyer's, uh, Jordan Poyer after the Bills win, he goes on social media and he just tweets out big dubs. So like our second banner last year was big dubs and people love that flag. Cause you know, it's like what the guys say to each other when they get a dub. So this season, are you, you guys have a list of 20 in case we win every game or are we adjusting on the fly? How does the, how does the yeah, creative it's a, writing yeah, it's, go? It's, it's actually not that interesting of a story. We submitted the list of the bills at the beginning of the season. And then, you know, depending on the week's narrative, we work with the bills to select what it is, whatever we, we choose to post that week. And then, so like, for example, bills didn't win this past week. The banner that we made for last week doesn't make any sense in the context of not winning the first game. So that one was scrapped. And uh, we are, now, then, so like Monday, we got a phone call with the Bills, talked about the banner that we want to put out. Uh, today is a Tuesday, so we sent it to – is today Tuesday? Yes, yeah, so it is Tuesday. We sent it to manufacturing today, and then the Bills will have it in hand by Thursday. Okay, interesting. Um, so uh, you recently had a big announcement um, about your manufacturing within Buffalo um, and, you know, you know, the Made in Buffalo tags on all of your pennants. Um, obviously like that means a lot for the company. You're a Buffalo company. So, you know, we've talked a lot about symbolism and that rings true here too, but, you know, for our listeners through like a, a, a business lens and an economic development lens, you as a decision maker, um, you know, take us through that kind of thought process as well. Thanks for asking. I didn't think that was going to come up. Um, it was a very deliberate decision. I, you know, one of the things I've always said as the company, you know, I never expected this company to become what it is. We've been really fortunate to have people that believe in the brand and people that bring this brand into their lives and use it. You know, we've had, we, we're, this is our eighth year in business. And so we have people that have, you know, ordered from Oxford because they liked something eight years ago. And then six years ago, they got married. So we made something for their wedding. And then three years ago, they had a baby. And so we made something for the baby. And then a year ago, they had another baby. And so this is a brand that brings itself into people's lives. And initially, I had thought like Buffalo is not going to be that interesting of a story. But one of the things that we found is that as our company grows, people are really curious about Buffalo because it's a market that's, a, it's, there's, you don't, as a consumer, in, I don't name it, Boise, Seattle, Right, like you, Buffalo is not a place that you think about very often. How often does somebody in Buffalo think about Boise? So I, uh, we found as the company has grown that, you know, somebody will like, for example, one of our customers on the West Coast will go to New York City and then they'll make a day trip to Buffalo because they want to visit the Oxford Penn store. And of course, they want to see the falls and try wings and stuff. But they want they, you know, part of the thing they want to do while they're in Buffalo is see Oxford Pennant. 
And Buffalo, I believe, is our secret weapon. I've said that for a long time. And I think it's what makes our company interesting. So uh, we actually chose Made in the USA as a, an original sub, like a, 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 like a tagline, um, just because we thought like, well, it is Made in the USA and that's important to a lot of people, but Buffalo certainly is not. Um, over time, more and more people have expressed an interest in Buffalo. And so for us, it's a way for us to demonstrate pride in our hometown. It you know, showcases, I think, I believe, the manufacturing heritage that has been a part of this community for 200 years. Um, and I think the other thing is that as a recruiting tool, you know, with all due respect to some of the other consumer brands in town, they hardly trumpet the fact that they're from Buffalo. Um, in fact, I think an older generation of Buffalonians, especially business owners, might be proud to live here and might be, you know, might love their kids' high school and might love their favorite restaurant in town, but don't necessarily want to put Made in Buffalo on the side of their boxes. I think for my generation, like when I was in my twenties, Buffalo was down now. Now I'm 35, and I think Buffalo is pretty cool. And I think I think the underdog stereotype that the city has is, I believe, gone. Like I think we still have our, our chip on our shoulder, and it's not nearly as prescient as it was, uh, you know, a decade ago. So the final reason that we decided to make the change is because our staff is really proud to be from here. Um, as a recruiting tool to be a company, like these are people that. In most instances, many of the people that work at Oxford Penn, I would say almost everybody that works at the company, yeah, everybody at the company could be successful anywhere. But you know, they live in Buffalo either because they want to be in Buffalo or because their family is here, or some some people have moved here for a job with Oxford. And so these are individuals who choose Buffalo as their home. They they buy their house here, they rent, and they you know they raise kids here, and they they shovel snow when it snows, and they cheer for the Bills, they cheer for the Sabers, and like. When you live in Buffalo, it's such an incredible part of your personality. And I think to be able, you know, if you're a sewer at Oxford Pennant, to be able to make something and stitch a tag into the backside of the product that says made in Buffalo doesn't just say something about the pride of ownership that we have in our manufacturing process and the fact that we're in Buffalo, but the fact that the product itself is a proud representation of a community that is proud of itself. And the sewers, cutters, printers, whoever that work on this product can ship that product across the country and around the world with a pride of ownership that they are representing their community when they do their work. So I guess let's just zoom out. We kind of covered a lot of the hits since maybe at least the pandemic or, you know, since our last conversation to you, what's, what's next for Oxford Pennant? What's next for Oxford Pennant? You know, as the company continues to grow, I, it still is a very hungry company. Um, you know, we're usually trying to cram, you know, 12 hours of work in every eight hour workday. Uh, and I'd like to, I'd like for that to not be the status quo, you know, it's been that way for a really long time. Um, I can tell you, you know, I, I, I do want to keep growing this company. I would love for this to be, I'd love for this to be a company that has staying power. This is our eighth year. So I think we've beaten the, like the idea that like, oh, it's a trend because, and ultimately like you might argue that a triangular pen on the wall might, might be a trend. But I believe that flags have been an important part of, of human culture for you know a millennia, and I think that they're going to be important regardless of whether I'm the one making them. Um, I think the important thing for Oxford is making sure that we have a voice on a global level within the right partnerships and agreements to bring this brand to another level. And what I mean by that is making sure that we have, you know, that we are tapping into brands that have much more equity across the country and around the world than we do, and of offering this product to them. Um, to be able to uh, bring their brands to life. You know, I think the one thing I've always said about Oxford is that it's a 
Uh, it's a brand where if you, you know, if you're, if you're, for example, if you're a band, right. And you're thinking about working with if you're the Rolling Stones. If you're the kind of person that would get a Rolling Stones tattoo on your body, or you would get, you would dance to a Rolling Stones song at your wedding. The odds are pretty good that you would buy a banner and hang it in your den with your favorite Rolling Stones lyric. So I really strongly believe that this company has a lot of blue ocean ahead of it in the sense that we can find lots of partners like this. We're not working with the stones, but I'm using it as an example, but like, like the Rolling Stones where you find the thing that people are most passionate about in this world and bring it to life through a made in the USA product um, that you can display. That isn't like a cheesy wooden sign that was printed with an inkjet printer. It's like a real handmade uh classic american product and i don't think that's going anywhere yeah i i don't know that it is you know pennants even themselves are a trend i mean i had like the little kind of cheap synthetic yankees pennant in my bedroom in the 90s and they have them at every baseball stadium since the beginning of time you know i don't i think there is even staying power obviously to the company and your partnerships but obviously you know the product as well yeah, I hope you're right. I mean, what we what, the way we talk about the company is we say, you know, a thousand, a thousand special, like a thousand things that are special to a thousand people every week, 52 weeks a year, right? So the idea with this company is to just make lots and lots and lots of friends. You know, great, great product, handwritten note, personal touch in the marketing, you know, under underdog story. Um Hopefully that's something that people continue to get behind. We're having the time of our lives running it. I can't believe that I get to do this. So um, we normally end on a blizzard round. Since this is your second episode, you've already kind of run that gauntlet. So um, what I've been doing kind of throughout the pandemic as my last question for folks is just kind of open-ended. What makes you optimistic about the future of Buffalo? I don't. I think that the bad feeling is gone. I really believe it. You know, the, the feeling that we had in the nineties and two thousands that Buffalo was, was not a nice place to be is gone. And I think that a city operates a lot like the stock market. A lot of it comes down to sentiment. People are feeling bullish about the city. They'll make an investment in opening a coffee shop or they'll buy a home. Um, You know, they'll, they'll choose to put down roots. And I think we are lucky enough in this city to be connected to a generation of people that might've been displaced from Buffalo against their will because of business might've closed, but they still stuck around, you know, and stayed connected to the city, even though their folks moved to New York or LA or Charlotte or whatever, because of the bills or the savers, they get to think about it. They visit grandma and grandpa from time to time. I think we're really fortunate to be at a time where those people can, you know, in spite of all the terrible things that have happened in the last two years, you many people that work in white collar jobs can choose where they live now. And I think many people who, are, who have the opportunity to work remote, who have a connection to Buffalo, see it as their opportunity to make a life here. And I think when you're a city that people want to be in, and when the you know you have the opportunity to do anything for anybody across the country or from the world from your computer. And you can do it from any way that you want to be. I think that benefits cities like Buffalo and Cleveland and Detroit in a way that we, you know, we never could have realized in the '90s when this sort of thing wasn't even feasible. So I think the future is very, very bright for a city like Buffalo, and I hope, uh, I hope people will continue to move here and build on that. Great, and you know, bright because of you know people like yourself and and companies like Oxford Pennant. So. Thank you very much for your time on on your second episode. One of few repeat guests. I really appreciate it. 
That's very kind of you. You must be getting desperate. privately funded, nonprofit marketing and economic development organization. Please rate this podcast, follow our social media channels, and read our blog at buffaloniagara.org for the best of Buffalo Niagara. Come grow your business with us.